the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery, with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. This is the Bob France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. the hour of nine o'clock as we get underway on this friday a free for all friday morning the 31st and final morning of the fifth month of the year of our lord 2019 thanks so much for joining us good news for you today yesterday we were extraordinarily heavy heavy with guests and had very little time for you to be heard today we are guest free it's truly a free for all friday anything you want to talk about you decide and uh dial us up we'll put you on the radio no censorship of topics topics I do prefer that they make a little bit of sense, but you know what? It's free for all, so if you want to be senseless, you can even do that. 216-901-0945, we will get you up and on the radio. You can also tweet to me, at France Radio, if you are so inclined to use the toxic Democrat liberal platform of Twitter, uh, the way I am kind of forced to do in order to combat them. But uh, please do so at France Radio, F-R-A-N-T-Z Radio, all one word, no spaces, no underscores. And if you're on Facebook, you will find the very same, uh, find me at the very same handle, rather, France Radio. Uh, on Facebook today, wow, did I get an earful. First of all, let me do this. Let me set it up. I literally just saw this this morning as I was preparing for the show. And um, I'm going to set this up. The Ronald Reagan speech that you hear at the beginning of my program, right, just played portion of it, of course, it's edited for time to about, uh, I don't know, it's about 45 seconds or so of it, I guess. Um, the longer version of that speech that President Reagan made in uh, saluting and, and memorializing those heroes who have uh, fought and died for this country, the longer version of that is about three, three and a half minutes. And it played... With the full video, maybe you heard this story, maybe you didn't. If you did, bear with me. It's a good story. You ought to hear it again. If you didn't, you're going to like this. It played that that speech with full video 
of you know Arlington Cemetery, uh, some of uh, the battle scenes, famous battle scenes from World War II. Um, you know, uh, soldiers, uh, it, it, patriotic themes all throughout it, right? It was a three, three-and-a-half-minute patriotic video, and it played on Monday at a minor league baseball park out in California. It's called Fresno, the Fresno Grizzlies, all right? So the Fresno Grizzlies, as most of the sporting events, and particularly baseball, um, you know, Americana celebrated. They They wanted to, on Memorial Day, make sure that everybody kind of had that patriotic vibe going. So they played this video on Memorial Day Monday, and it showed uh, those images that I just described uh, uh, over the, the audio of, of President Reagan in that very important speech, talking about the heroes uh, and where to find them. The best part of the video came when, again, we edit it for purposes of our time here on this program, but it jumps right to, as for the enemies of freedom, you heard it, right? You heard the president there, as you do each and every top of the hour here. As for the enemies of freedom, the president said, now when they had this video in Fresno, California, for the Fresno Grizzlies minor league baseball game, they had pictures of America's enemies. And there was a picture of, I think, Hitler, and there was a picture of uh, maybe Stalin, and they flashed a picture of, I think, Fidel Castro, and they flashed a picture of uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and uh, <laughs> and that's where the trouble started whoever was working for the minor league ballpark grizzlies didn't watch the whole video that they chose to put on the big scoreboard at the baseball game they just thought it would be all patriotic and there would be nothing there but somebody who edited that one online for youtube they just pulled a youtube video um very keenly by the way added alexandria kelly bundio cortez to the list of America's enemies. <laughs> All hell broke loose. AOC and her supporters found out about it. They were furious. How dare you? <laughs> the baseball team had to issue this big apology. Um, I wish they wouldn't have apologized. Quite frankly, they, they didn't have anything to apologize for. The president in that speech talked about America's enemies. And yes, the other individuals that I just named are certainly much more notorious as American enemies, but why? what is wrong? I would like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez to prove that she's not one of America's enemies. In all seriousness, she wants to... She wants to destroy the American system of capitalism as it exists. She wants to destroy the American energy industry, as it exists. She wants to get rid of the oil industry in the United States. She wants to get rid of the coal industry in the United States. She wants to get rid of the natural gas industry. She wants to put millions and millions of people out of work. She wants to get rid of the internal combustion engine. She wants to uh, force every building in America from, you know, the penthouse to the outhouse, from the, uh, you know, skyscrapers to the, you know, uh, uh, woodsheds. She wants them all either destroyed and rebuilt or at least retrofitted with her energy-efficient guidelines. She wants to make sure that we are reliant upon only wind and solar power. 
She wants to get rid of cows. Sorry, no more hamburgers for you because your burger at once time at one time or another used to fart too much. She wants to spend some ninety trillion dollars destroying the United States as it has existed for these last two and a half centuries and rebuild her own country and her image, all in the support of the ridiculous climate change narrative that she is advancing, and yes, in advancement of the socialism, giant government takeover that she advocates. Now I ask you, friends, how can a person who wants to do all of that be considered anything other She does not like this country the way it is. She wants to tear it down and build a new one. I'd say it was pretty doggone accurate, Fresno Grizzlies. You did a great job. Now, why am I bringing that up? First of all, it's free for all Friday, and that's kind of the way I roll on Friday. I just kind of like try to catch up on stories from earlier this week that maybe we didn't get to, uh, maybe follow up on stories that we did get to, listen to your stories. If you've got things that you want to be heard on that we haven't talked about, that's what free for all Friday is all about. So that's number one. But number two, that was a perfect backdrop or a perfect setup for the, the, the current news of the day. Alexandria Kelly Bundy Cortez. And again, I've got to figure out a way to, to, to shore that or to, uh, to narrow that down, uh, cause it's a mouthful. But she is. She's like Kelly Bundy's younger, dumber sister. Uh, and she proved it yet again. I want you to listen when I talk about the, uh, the enemy uh, of the American people or an enemy of the American people. I want you to listen to to exactly how, well, kind of twofold, I suppose, how how brain-dead this 29-year-old bartender is, how utterly incomprehensibly stupid this representative of the Bronx and Westchester, New York, is in the United States Congress, but also, I said twofold, how flat-out evil she is. Um, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. It's 9.16. I'm going to take a time out here. We're going to get a quick check of uh, uh, tra- well, not traffic. We're going to get a quick time out here, though, and we'll come right back. And I'm going to let you hear two and a half minutes of the dumbest language, the dumbest word salad that I think you'll ever hear. And, and then you tell me whether or not this young, rising Democratic star the bartender from New York. You tell me whether or not she deserves the label that the Fresno Grizzlies gave her. I'll play this for you and a little bit of something else coming right back here on AM 1420 The Answer. Fourteen twenty. The answer phone lines open at two one six nine zero one zero nine four five triple eight two eight one eleven ten. All right, I got to share this with you because I found it this morning. Actually, somebody shared it with me on Facebook, and I absolutely want uh, want to make sure that you hear this. Alexandria Kelly Bundio Cortez. Uh, again, really, really pushing Maxine Waters and, uh, and, and a few other people, uh, uh, probably Elizabeth Warren right up there for, for the title of, of dumbest member of Congress. She's, she's right there. But anyway, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez on a program apparently called the Bobby Eberly Show. I don't know who he, who he is or what it is, but, uh, this is the, the audio that you need to hear. I want you to listen to how she describes the American society. I want you to listen to what she thinks and how she feels about the United States of America and the type of society we live in. I'm going to let you hear the first line, 
And then I'm going to pause it, and I'm going to let you hear it again. Then you can hear her convoluted word salad at trying to justify uh, her ridiculous point of view. We live in a society where if you don't have a job, you are left to die. All right. That's, that's the most important line. I want you to ponder what you just heard from a sitting member of the United States Congress, a person who wants to destroy the capitalist society in which we live, a person who wants to destroy the energy industry, energy sector, wants to destroy the country as it has been built so that she can remake it and build it in her socialist utopian fashion, all in a bogus effort to fight climate change, which is simply a method of gaining more government control over the people. This is what socialists believe. But listen to her again, please. We live in a society where if you don't have a job, you are left to die. Now, again, I want you to ponder that and, 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 and think about what she is suggesting. For that to be true, we would have to have in this country absolutely zero social services, zero safety nets, zero government assistance programs to help people take care of their basic needs and, in fact, go above and beyond that in far too many cases until they're able to obtain a job. Now, when is the last time you knew somebody who lost their job who immediately died or who was left to die, who the government turned their back on, didn't offer unemployment compensation to, didn't offer welfare or EBT assistance, hands up, rather than handouts, but hand ups or hands up in order to help people get back on their feet. When is the last time you saw that happen? Because I, I can't recall that happen very often. She says that if you don't have a job in this society, you are left to die by this government, by this society that we have created for ourselves. Why would she make such an obviously false statement? And why would Democrats not repudiate such ridiculous statements? Because she wants you to believe that this society doesn't care about the people, and the only way that this society will take care of the people and, 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 and do right by the people is to get a government who has more control. If you let us run things, we'll make sure that you don't... This, this is a follow-up. She claims she misspoke before, but instead this is a follow-up when she literally said in her in her new a green new deal presentation that people don't have to work people who choose not to work will be taken care of by the government and she claimed oh that was you know miss uh, you know taken out of context it was in the green new deal she spoke it and she wrote it it's typed it's in the presentation those who choose not to work won't have to we'll take good care of them Now, did you think that she just mistakenly said that before? Because here she is now, six months later, and she's saying it again. If you don't want to work, you shouldn't have to. Not in a proper society. We'll take care of you anyway. Those who do work will take care of you. The government will take care of you. You don't have to work. And in order to underscore that point, she's saying it in the current society. If you don't work, they let you die. Now, I'm going to let you hear it a third time, and then I want to let you hear the the, uh, the two minutes of convoluted nonsense that she uses to try to justify this, all while somehow, some way, managing to call Ronald Reagan a racist. <laughs> 
You think I'm kidding? Listen. We live in a society where if you don't have a job, you are left to die. And that is at its core our problem. And so there are a lot of different solutions or a lot of different proposed uh, ideas about how we go about that. You know, Bill Gates has talked about taxing robots at 90%. And what that means, what he's really talking about is taxing corporations at 90%. Um, but it's easier to say tax a robot. <laughs> Actually, like, one of the reasons that this ideology or, or questions of whether you want to call it democratic socialism or techno-futurism or, like, whatever it is. Um, socialism. Honey. Socialism. Putting the modifier democratic in front of it doesn't change it. It is socialism. And what she tried to change it to, techno-futurism? Stop it. Understand something. We're not dumb. You are. We're not dumb. (laughs) You're not going to change terminology on us and expect to make your point. It is because our technological advancement as a society has outpaced our system for handling finite resources because now we are approaching approaching infinite resources. And one perfect example, I think a perfect example of how special interests and the powerful have pitted white working class Americans against brown and black working class Americans. You knew this was coming, right? You knew the race card and identity politics was coming, right? Of course you did. In order to just screw over all working class Americans um, is um, is Reaganism in the 80s when he started talking about welfare queens. Mm -hmm. So you think about this image, welfare queens, and what he was really trying to talk about was this, he was painting this photo, he's painting this like really resentful vision of essentially uh, black women who were doing nothing that were sucks on our country, right? And it's this whole tragedy of the commons type of Thinking, thinking where it's like, because these one, this one specific group of people that you are already kind of subconsciously primed to resent, you give them a, a different reason that's not explicit racism, but still rooted in a racist caricature. Um, <laughs> it gives people a logical, re- a logical reason to say, oh yeah, no, toss out the whole social safety net. Have you ever heard anything as absurdly impossibly incoherent and inaccurate at the very same time as what you did from her, other than from, well, her. I don't think there's anybody else who can top the incoherence and the ignorance of this dumb bartender from She Wishes the Bronx than what we have with Alexandria Kelly Bundio Cortez. Let me tell you what I hear when I hear her speak like that. This is what I hear. Okay. Recent polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't locate the U.S. on a world map. Why do you think this is? I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some people out there in our nation don't have maps and uh, I believe that our ed- education like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq everywhere like such as and 
I believe that they should, uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. or should help South Africa and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries. So we will be able to build up our future for our children. Thank you very much. South- Ladies and gentlemen, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Back after Nine thirty-five on a free-for-all Friday. The Bob Branch Authority. You want to talk about the Mueller report? You want to talk about the Mueller talk? You want to talk about the deconstruction of that talk yesterday? You want to talk about William Barr's response to it all, and how the noose is tightening around the necks of Comey, Clapper, Brennan, Lynch, and maybe even former President Obama? We can do all of that. Anything you want to do on a free-for-all Friday? You want to talk about Miss Teen South Carolina? That's what you heard. If you're wondering where that came from, this is back from 2007. Believe it or not, 2007. And I remember being on the air in 2007 and just being blown away by the, the the incomprehensible stupidity of this beauty pageant contestant. And I feel bad for her to some extent. She, you know, this is the defining moment of her life. It's now, um, you know, it's now 2019, and she is still known only for this. This video that I just played for you has been viewed over 68 million times and that's just on this particular video there are other versions of it as well but i thought i'd heard the dumbest thing somebody could say on television when i heard miss teen south carolina give this answer now remember 2007 we were where still was the last year of the bush presidency second last year of the bush presidency and uh the iraq war was still a very significant issue she had never heard of iraq but she had heard of the iraq war so she actually thought that the name of the country was the iraq she she literally thought it was the Iraq. That's why she said it the way she did when she was asked why most dumb Americans can't find uh, the United States on a world map. I thought this was the dumbest thing that I'd ever heard on television. Okay. Recent polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't locate the U.S. on a world map. Why do you think this is? personally believe at this point there's smoke coming out of her ears by the way as the gears in her brain grind to a halt that u.s americans are unable to do so because uh, some people out there in our nation don't have maps and uh, it's a great theory really how come people can't find the u.s on a world map well most people don't have maps that's why she should have just stopped there cut her losses and maybe it would have been you know salvageable but no no no. I believe that our ed- education, like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq, everywhere like such as, and I believe became the became the became the, <laughs> the go-to words for when you have nothing to say for years in 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 so many different contexts. Everywhere like such as. Wait, what? Well, everywhere like such as uh, the Iraq, everywhere like such as, and. I believe that they should, uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. or should help South Africa and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries. So we will be able to build up our future for our children. I I, I thought that was the dumbest thing I'd ever heard. And for a long time it was until along comes AOC. Alexandria Kelly Bundio Cortez, and I swear to you, she they they are like kindred spirits. Now this is twelve years ago. AOC was seventeen then. I, I, here's what I picture: 
17-year-old AOC watching the Miss Teen USA pageant. And here comes Miss Teen South Carolina everywhere like such as. And I think the Iraq should like and uh, the Asian countries like should help our education over here like everywhere such as. And I'm picturing AOC, 17-year-old AOC just coming in from a roof dance watching the Miss Teen USA pageant nodding along with every word. Yes, yes, oh yes, oh my God, nailed it! Perfect! No maps everywhere like such as. I can just see it. I can see it right now. And that's fun. And that's fine. There's only one problem. This dimwit is now in Congress. And now she gets to sit in Congress. And she gets to make stupid statements every single day. And we, that are dumber than her namesake, Miss Teen South Carolina, her, her kindred spirit, if you will. And, and, and she actually has a vote on legislation, on the allocation of resources, on national security issues. This, this dimwit. We live in a society where if you don't have a job, you are left to die. And and Ronald Reagan, of course, tried to pit white welfare people against black and brown welfare people, and 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 tr- because it was already rooted in a caricature of racism. I mean, honestly, her. Ch- oh, lordy, lordy, lordy! I'm glad it's Friday. I really, really am glad it's Friday. Jim in West Park, you are an AM fourteen twenty. The answer. Hello, Jim. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, AC, AOC. I call her the Michael Jackson of Crazy Town. And Trump came out and said he was going to shake the hands of every one of those cadet uh, uh, graduates. Yeah, and the left force. counters, hope his bones, bone spurs holds up. Now, I got a question and a comment. Well, you know what? If I may, Jim, before you give your question and your comment, I would say the same thing. If I was on the left or if this was a Democratic president, um, because, you know, there is some room for criticism there. You know, Donald Trump didn't want to go to Vietnam. He, he was wealthy and rich, and he didn't want to go to Vietnam. And the bone spurs as a reason to get a, to, to get all of these deferments. I promise you, if this was a leftist president, uh, I would be mocking that, and I would be deriding that, and so would you. So you know what? Give them credit once in a while. They've got a point or two. He's going to stand there and salute the military. I salute the president for saluting the military and for speaking at the Air Force Academy commencement address. But I also understand there was room for uh, taking shots at him because I know I would take the same shots if he was a Democrat. Okay. But anyway, what else you got? Here, here's my question, and I want you to write it down. And I don't want the answer today, but I want you to do some research for me. What's that? The question is, how do the kids think or feel when they hear... That they were indoctrinated, question mark. So how do the kids think or feel when they hear that they were indoctrinated? And well, you could I do a whole show on that. Yeah, I don't now know my, who quote. Yeah, I don't know who the quote kids are, so I don't know how I can research that. Are we talking about kids who are still kids? Millennials, or are we yeah, the younger, the millennials, and the young kids. I mean, right. it took me thirteen years to get through high school, so I'm I'm probably one of those people but well, anyway took all of us 13 years to get through school right kindergarten plus 12 grades that's, that's no i do well, then I took, and then i take that back 14 years oh okay so you took an extra one all right that's all right yeah yeah Long i did you one over now perseverance my... is a perseverance is a virtue <laughs> that's good okay um terry and i are talking again and he called me friday morning 
And he was lit up like Elmo's fire. And it was because of this article written in The Plain Dealer on Friday in the commentary section by Lewis H. Humphrey. And the, col- the column is about uh, uh, Vietnam War policy recruiting low IQ men. And he lists, he's, he says, low IQ men over eight times in this article. And so uh, I, I just want to give a shout out to uh, our low IQ uh, veteran out there in, in Cleveland there. Thank you for having my, me on the air. Bob. All right, Jim, thanks for the phone call. Not really sure where that last part was going. I will try to address the first part, though, just briefly, even though you told me you wanted me to research first. I don't have too many people in a research panel that I can go talk to. But when you ask how do they feel when they hear that they were indoctrinated, um, it just depends on whether or not they have been deprogrammed. Quite frankly, um, most of them won't believe that. Most of them believe, no, I'm a free thinker. I haven't been indoctrinated. This is how I believe. This is what I feel. This is This is reality. Because when you are indoctrinated, kind of the kind of the way that they, you know, seduce and and brainwash members of cults, which I think the liberal uh, progressive movement in this country really, really is similar to, um, they don't know that they've been indoctrinated. When they hear that, they'll deny it. They, they, their, their response will be, "No, I am not under somebody else's thumb. I am not." parroting somebody else's talking points i am not a believer in somebody else's ideas because they implanted it here i'm a free thinker i know that this is reality so it, it, when they have been deprogrammed however once the great awakening takes place which sadly oftentimes it's not until they're you know in in their late 20s and 30s um you know and they realize and they start to go out into the real world and they realize oh look at holy crap all of that stuff that i was told is not true everything isn't free i have to work for a living i have to actually there's aoc see told you told you if you don't have a job we leave you to die people have to work for a living but they got to work they got to pay their taxes they got to deal with governments uh, uh in their pockets and in their faces and so on and so forth when uh, liberal democrats they have to experience these things for the for, for themselves firsthand that's what starts the uh, deprogramming that's what starts the deprogramming and that's when you have to ask them all right how do you feel now that you know you were brainwashed and you were indoctrinated because that's exactly what it is Here's an example that I'm talking about. Elizabeth Warren yesterday. Did you hear? Well, of course you didn't. You're too smart to watch the uh, the View. I don't watch the View either, but I do have to research these things. Elizabeth Warren. I, you know, I just got done talking about AOC, and you know, challenging Maxine Waters and maybe Elizabeth Warren and a, and a, and a handful. Of, who, who's a Guam guy? Um, oh, for crying out loud! I just played this the other day for you. Uh, the uh, um, the Hank Johnson. Hank Johnson from uh, from uh, Georgia. I think it was. Hank Johnson is right up there in the challenge for dumbest members of Congress in the history of the United States Congress. You remember him, right? You remember Hank Johnson who gave us uh, this? I don't know how many square miles that that is. Do you happen to know? I don't have that uh, figure with me, sir. I can certainly supply it to you if you'd like. Yeah, my my fear is that uh, the whole island will uh, become so overly populated that it will tip over and uh and capsize oh hank (laughs) oh hank (laughs) every time you you never cease to amaze me uh yeah all right elizabeth johnson alexandria kelly bundio or excuse me elizabeth warren alexandria kelly bundio maxine waters you've got you got to run for your money there by hank but anyway, Elizabeth Warren was one of the ones that I was talking about. And um, Elizabeth Warren on uh, uh, The View yesterday got a massive ovation 
from the View audience. Why? Because she was promising everybody that you don't have to work in this country, just like AOC is saying you shouldn't have to work if you don't want to. And this country should still take care of you because everything is free. Right, Liz? We can cancel student loan debt for about 95% of the people who have it. do so much more. Two cents. We can not only do that, we can also provide universal tuition-free technical school, two-year college, and four-year college for every one of our kids who wants to better education. Listen to the audience. Listen to them. Like, yes! I don't have to pay back my student loans. Yes! Free college for everybody in the future. Two year or four years. More, more, more. Please give us. We can do universal child care for every baby age zero to five. No more child care bills. Holy cow. I wish you knew how much money we spent on child care uh, when our children were born. <laughs> Every three-year-old and four-year-old in this country and raise the wages of every child care worker and preschool Senator, teacher to the level you know what's going to happen. <laughs> and not one of the hens cackling uh, on the view there even dared to ask her, how are we paying those higher wages for the child care workers when you just said nobody has to pay for the child care <laughs> you get to drop your kid off at the door for free pick them up after work you don't have to pay a penny it's free and it's universal but we have to raise the wages of the workers that are in there taking care of your kids while you're gone these wonderful plans you have they use the s word socialism how do you counteract that type of an assault you know 43 <laughs> it's an assault it's an assault says joy b star <laughs> it's an assault to say where's the money come from where's the money come from if this is all free that is socialism. Somebody's got to pay for it. It's an assault to ask that question. Million Americans who would see student loan debt canceled under my plan. I think right there, that's where you cancel it. You cancel it by making it real. It's in this country. What does that mean, you raging imbecile? You cancel all of the student loan debt. That's how you do it. You cancel it by making it real. What, what did she just say? What kind of word soup is this? Ugh. Either. This is our values. Do we think that the two cents should stay with the top one-tenth of one percent? They can't pitch in two cents <laughs> on the 50 millionth and first dollar. We're not saying they're bad people. We're just saying when you do that, Pitch in two cents so everybody in this country gets a chance to build something. So if billionaires pay two cents, then everybody gets everything free. Okay. And what I want to know is, by the way, just since we're on the subject, what about my reparations? What about my reparations, Liz? Liawatha? What about my student loans that I paid back? Do you know how many millions of us? actually thought it was the responsible and the right thing to do that when we graduated with our college degrees that we paid back our student loans 
Now you're telling us only current students who have debt, who haven't yet paid them back, are excused? No, 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 no. In the interest of fairness, liberal Democrat Liawatha, in the interest of justice, I demand my reparations. If you're going to make all of the kids who currently owe debt, or adults who currently owe debt, if you're going to wipe all of that out, then you doggone well better be stroking me a check because I paid mine. And if they don't have to pay theirs, why should I have to have paid mine? And everybody else as well. You are all about fairness, right? Isn't that the way this goes, Focahontas? Isn't that what it's all about? Yeah. I want my check. This is, I mean, honestly, I think, you know, they, they talk about this Democratic presidential race being a race to the left. I think it's a race to the dumbest. They are all trying and vying for the, the title of dumbest idiots in the United States uh, 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 political system. Yeah, very good. The kid, there it is, Mary. That's Kelly Bundy. Well, that's actually AOC is Kelly Bundy, but Liz one. You know what it always really, you know what music we really need here is circus music, because honestly, it's like all 25 of the Democratic presidential candidates, plus Kelly Bundy Cortez, just for fun, are all climbing out of the same clown car. Big shoes, red noses and all. They're all coming out of the same clown car and entertaining us like we've never thought it was possible. Sorry about the delay. Let's get right back to your phone calls after this. All right, 9.56, let's go back to the phones. And uh, I've kept a lot of people on hold while I just had so much fun with these sound bites. But what can I tell you? They just uh, they need to be done, especially on a free-for-all Friday. Carol calling us from Kirtland. Hi, Carol, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hello. It's so nice to speak to you. Um, I want to know what country Cortez and her two other cohorts are from. Well, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is uh, is an, is an American citizen. Uh, but uh, if you're talking about uh, Sharia Talib and Jihad Omar, uh, yeah. uh, Omar is from Somalia, and Talib is I got to look that one up. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, and Cortez was born and raised here. Yes, to my understanding, yes. She was born in New York and raised in Westchester County, although she likes to take street cred uh, as being from Mm -hmm. the Bronx, (laughs) which she thinks gives her credibility, but it doesn't. So she's as big an idiot as Obama was. (laughs) She's a bigger idiot than Obama was, Carol. I do. See, here's the thing, and you have to understand. And, Carol, thanks for the call, dear. I appreciate it. Uh, Here's the thing. Obama was not an idiot. Obama was just flat-out evil, and I think still is. Obama said coming in he wanted to fundamentally change the united states of america he announced his plans he was never dumb he's calculating he was shrewd he was actually very very smart he just had a very evil agenda he wanted to fundamentally change something that didn't need to be changed which is why president trump came around and said i want to make america great again let's go back to the great things we had in this country prior to some of those changes macedonia mort you're on am 1420 the answer go ahead hello mort can you hear me yeah, Bob, yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, I have to exempt uh, Elizabeth Warren. She's corrupt. She's not stupid as the others are. And as far as the others go, I have to take exception with you and your callers about Cortez 
as I see it, she's near Mensa material compared to Maxine Waters. And John's, as you bring it up, I want to tell you something your colleague, Dennis Prager, said over a decade ago. What's that? And he may have said it more recently, and I'll have to paraphrase, but he said if it were up to him, no college or university could offer any course ending in the word studies. Now, maybe that pertains to elementary school today. I don't know. But I thought that was so brilliant of him. Uh, you know what? I think it is, more. Thank you so much for the phone call. And by the way, I'm going to disagree with you, my friend, however, on Elizabeth Warren. I think she is that stupid. Um, you can't have an IQ over 20 and think you could get away with the I'm a Cherokee Indian routine. Um, because mom told me that grandma or great-grandma had high cheekbones. <laughs> so I'm an Indian. I get minority status. I get minority advantages, um, particularly affirmative action-type advantages to get jobs, to get into schools, and, yes, uh, to practice the identity politics that it takes to win democratic, uh, progressive elections these days. You can't do those things not knowing that you're going to be fact-checked, I mean, you know, and, and like I said, and not be stupid. Anybody with an IQ over 20 has to know that. Uh, but that's what she tried to pull, and it wasn't very it wasn't very tough to find out, too. I just can't. Here's how dumb she is. Then she went ahead and gave us the truth. She took one of those DNA tests and found out she's one 1,024th Cherokee and then tried to say, See? I told you so. Before... <laughs> Before it was pointed out that pretty much every white American had more Cherokee blood in her or in them than she does. Um, yes, she is really and truly and literally that dumb. Evil too, yes, but, but she is that dumb. She's up there. She and Bundy Cortez and Johnson and Maxine and quite frankly, if I have to play an entire hour of Joe Biden gaffes, I think we could put him up in the top five as well. Yeah, because uh, he, he, you know, he might not be that dumb, but he sure sounds it, that's for sure. All right, 10 o'clock. Let's get, uh, we'll get a uh, news break, and on the other side of that, more of your phone calls. It's free for all Friday. Let's hit it out of the park for the next hour, right? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 